Hi, welcome to Two of Twelve, the podcast where we talk about believing for the impossible, hearing God in the midst of process, sharing stories of breakthrough as we walk into the fullness of what He's promised. Join us as we journey together into all that God has. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Jared. And this is Lee. Wow. This has been a sweet week coming back to y'all. And our last podcast was on the journey to today. And man, what a journey it has been. (laughs) It has been quite the journey. Quite the journey. Yeah. Yeah. But sweet nonetheless. So sweet. Mm -hmm. So we're here today to talk about where we left you on a cliffhanger. We said we were going to tell you the name of our season that we're currently in in the last episode and we never did. We never did. We, we, we called it a building season. Now you just told I told them. I, the cat's out of the bag, everyone. <laughs> no, we never said it in our <laughs> last episode. I was like, I listened to it because I like to re-listen to like, oh, you know, I always get revelation from people's podcasts. And even when you hear our, our own words spoken back to us, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that was good. Or, oh yeah, we never told them this season. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah. For those who are upset, we repent to you. Send us a message. We'd love to love to apologize to you in person. I think they're probably okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, anyway. Our last season, the name would be a building season if we had to put a, a bow on this. This season. This season, yeah. Not the last one. Last season was a journey, a cultivation season. The last season was the process. The process. We're still in the process in some ways. We are still very much are, in the process. We're building today. But this season is called the building <laughs> the season. Building season. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. So yeah, it was a process season. Now we're in a building season. Yeah. So share a little bit about this really cool word yeah. that has come to mind about the process season and ending that season. Absolutely. So the process, we would call it, is a serotonous season. And that is a very t- unique type of cone or pine cone in California, Southern California, Northern California, pretty much the whole state, we have wildfires. Mm -hmm. And these wildfires often, sometimes are done in control states, some are wild in nature. Um, And the controlled ones and wild ones, there's a certain type of pine cone called a serotonous cone, where this um, sap wraps around the cone. It actually takes environmental trigger such as heat to release the seeds that are in it. So as they do these controlled burns, it looks like we're destroying forests and things like that from other people's perspective and the world's view, but it's actually allowing for a new forest to be grown. Mm-hmm. And so even in the the ashing out of this last season, uh, when someone's house burns down, they go through an ashing out process to see if they find any of the valuables and really the things that can withstand the fire are the things of value. Mm-hmm. And so, Um, We've really seen these environmental triggers per se in our lives coming through different different avenues that have been the the catalyst to release these deep things inside of us. And um, I'm just reminded that he says he prunes every branch to bear more fruit. And so we've pressed into pruning. We've pressed into these places to allow God to to prune us. So yeah, and I would imagine those listening. We've all been through a serotonous season mm-hmm. with COVID, with, I mentioned this in the last episode, but like with loss of jobs, I had a, a job that I left just a couple months ago mm-hmm. even, and that was an environmental trigger in order to be released that like caused this this friction and, okay, well, that, that season is over with that job. What is God inviting us into? Mm-hmm. And we 
had opportunities to either choose to be reluctant to step into that fire, knowing and sometimes not knowing what it would produce. Um, and it, or, you know, could we step in the ring? Could we contend mm-hmm. for what God had for us? Mm-hmm. So bring us more into this building season that we're in today. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe the title of our podcast today, what are yeah. we calling it? The title of our podcast today, episode three, mm-hmm. is Excavation, Cultivation, and Building. Okay, and take if, us into those words. Yeah, if we just break those down, excavation, our son loves diggers. He's <laughs> almost two and a half and he is enamored by large machinery so we know a lot about excavation actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of him Um, so excavation means to dig and then cultivate means to turn over when we are cultivating the land you are turning it over you're working it you are planting things and then the building it's go time. Mm-hmm. We're not yet in harvest, although we believe that's coming, but it's building time. Mm-hmm. So we are getting our hands dirty. We've cultivated the land. We've excavated it. But now we're building like up mm-hmm. and out. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. What are some biblical references that would kind of tie that people back to the word? Because that sounds great. But where does it speak that out of scripture? Totally. Yeah. It says in Matthew 7, 24 through 27, it says, Jesus states that those who hear his words and do them are wise builders. Mm-hmm. And emphasis on the do them, because I know you and I have gotten stuck sometimes at the do them part. And we help people the with the do them part, mm-hmm. right? So Those who hear his words and do them are wise builders. They have built their homes on rock solid foundations. The winds howl, the rains come, even the flood comes, but the house stands firm. Those who hear his words, but fail to live by them are foolish builders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we believe that that's a verse over this season for us, especially the hear and the do and to do it well and wisely is what the season that we are in. Um, so yeah, what does that look like for you, Jared? Um, you know, how how does that come to be, you know, what's it like for you? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so as we received kind of this calling back in 2018 to be two of 12, it almost seemed too big mm-hmm. in that moment. And in some ways we had allowed the new work to take a break. Mm-hmm. We rested as we waited on the Lord, but we waited, me personally, in a place of, call it apathy. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for God to do things, and he was waiting for me to do things. <laughs> you heard the words. I heard it. But you didn't do them because he was going to do exactly. it. Exactly. I was kind of sitting back and be like, well, if it's going to happen, he's going to do it. Which he can. He can do he it, can and he loves to work that way. But as we've talked more about Genesis, it says, I looked for someone to work the land. Mm-hmm. And we get to be the ones to work the land. So with any new work, but there's been taking a break and there's a lot of construction around us waiting for permits and things like that. Um, there also needs to be a cleaning out of the site, rocks, debris, things to be removed, um, low lying places where stagnant water settled or if anyone's put on like an addition to their house or a sunroom or things that sometimes critters set up residence or or that space over the garage that's mm-hmm. being converted. There's like a bird's nest that needs to be taken care of. And yeah. I believe we've all seen an HGTV fixer upper show where it's really fun to watch the demo process. It's fun to 
see things that that are happening um but the building process can be sometimes the hardest part absolutely and so we were actually waiting for permission when god had given us to that so the permits were given we were learning how to take the land and so um as the verse says it says hope deferred makes the heart sick and so it's not the absence of hope but giving up on the thing the dream the belief that makes our heart sick and that is giving up ultimately like in fixer upper when they move that that screen at the end they show the house like that big reveal was the deferred place in our hearts and so yeah um yeah yeah how did you see that in your life um maybe from a spiritual sense that's more of like the practical place but what was the spiritual space for you yeah i think so realizing that our souls it's the same principle Mm -hmm. right we need to go back through some soul or we needed to go back through some soul physical therapy or PT and work out some of those muscles that we had not used in some time over the last year and a half as we were in a, in a process season. Um, and knowing that we needed to work some of those muscles, I don't know about you, but I've been in seasons where I haven't worked out in a while mm-hmm. and then I go start to work out again and I'm like, I didn't even know I had that muscle. Um, so in the beginning, you know, as we started to like unearth things again and excavate and then cultivate, um, we felt encumbered. Mm-hmm. And even though we walked in area in areas of freedom, we walk in a lot of freedom. Um, I know that you use this reference a lot, Jared, about um, tiny rocks had been placed in our pockets and each one doesn't feel that heavy, but over time, you have these really full pockets of a lot of rocks and moving feels hard. So that's what it felt like for Mm -hmm. us before this building season and as we gained momentum to where we are today, we were just kind of heavy. So we, we really had to begin to cultivate areas of our life as we excavated. Um, So what are some areas in your life that God has been working on to establish himself, say, we'll call it him as that strong foundation, as it talked about um, in that verse. Has he been able to do that in your life? Yeah, that's great. Um, I think the, the biggest thing for me is faith. And faith without actions is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it says that in Hebrews. And I really had faith without actions. Yeah. And so I was waiting for God to show up. I was waiting for him to provide. I was waiting for him to break through. And I was stagnant in some ways. I would I was in the receiving end of grace, which we all are, but I believe God is looking for co-heirs and co-laborers. Um, Amen. And that's not to say he used, doesn't do that with miracles and other places of provision, but for me, um, I had come through the corporate world. I'd come through different startups and I'd seen the the fruit of hard work and labor, but not unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And now I was pivoting to being employed by God, but not applying those same hard work principles to the work that I was doing. So um, he was just reminding me of the responsibility as a husband to be the high priest of my household, to be the one that contends. And um, I don't know, some of you out there, I'm a night owl and my wife is a lark. And so 5 a.m., she's ready to rock. And at 5 a.m., I'm not. (laughs) And so God has even just been sweetly disrupting my sleep over the last several months. 
and getting me up at um, very early hours. Before 5 a.m. Well before 5 a.m. <laughs> and it's created this intimacy and longing where I, I want to see revival start in my own heart before I see it in my marriage, before I see it in my family, before I see it in my community or the work that I do or the ministry that I perform. Um, and then I think that the biggest piece is just being affirmed as a son, mm-hmm. as a child of God. And yeah. It says we have the mind of Christ and my sheep hear my voice and realize that I was looking outside to other people to define this internal space. And I wasn't aligning it with the eternal presence of the Lord. I was actually looking for other people to speak in. And as God used this intimacy space and desperation for him, it actually allowed the words from friends and spiritual authority to speak into my life and validate the things that God had already placed there. So those are some things that he had really been teaching me this season of of cultivation in my own heart. Mm-hmm. So how about yourself, Lee? What are some areas that God's been working on in you? Yeah. Some of the biggest things are how I define work. As Jared has talked about, we have come from the corporate world and I needed to break free of what it looked like to work for someone else and work for God. Um, so we've had to really process with the Lord, you know, what does it look like to work for him? He defines our hours. He defines the tasks that we do. He writes our checks. So I've had to work through that. Um, and that had, has had a lot to do with mindset and finding scripture references and diving in and washing my mind with the word. And then going back to promises. And we have, you can't see it obviously, but around our house we have the promises of what God has spoken over our lives and we see them daily. We pray over them daily because if he said it, then he will do it with the co-laboring with us. And so we need to know what those promises are. So often we ask people, you know, what's a promise over your life? And they really have to think about it. And I will argue that if you've got to think about a promise over your life and you're not sure what the promise is over your season, well, that's a main reason why things aren't happening. Mm-hmm. Because God might have spoken something, but maybe not. Perhaps we didn't even ask him. But if he has spoken something and you're not quite sure what it was, like think back to all of your um, New Year's resolutions. Or I know so many people go away and retreat with God for the new year and get a word. But if you ask the majority of people what their word is right now, they might not know. Right. So if that's you, go back and explore it because he's spoken mm-hmm. really beautiful things. So mm-hmm. we've had to learn that in this season, like going back and looking at the promises and praying over them. And then some tools that you and I have really cultivated together have been so helpful. So what are some of those tools? Yeah, for me, um, it's been just daily time with Jesus. 100%. So getting time with the Lord, getting, call it quiet time. Our church calls it FaceTime. And just connecting with God one-on-one, allowing him to speak. And uh, I've often heard that prayer is done in thirds, one-third of us speaking and and two-thirds listening. Mm -hmm. So really just trying to listen more than I speak to the Lord. Absolutely. Um, Taking a monthly retreat. Mm -hmm. um, That's been huge. Um, A weekly Sabbath. So trusting God with a 24-hour block every week of our time. Um, We take a quarterly retreat and then... 
uh, two things I, I believe are really imperative because we're building from these places, not towards these places. Um, it's just core values. Mm -hmm. We go back to our core values. Who has God set us apart to be? What has he called our family to do? Um, how do we interact with each other and the world around us? And then daily communion. That's a new one. That's been huge. We've been doing it for about two months now. Yeah, a newer one. And, yeah, newer. And it's but it's about just the mindset of pressing in for covenant mm -hmm. and not settling for affection, not a settling for a blessing, not a settling for anything else. While they're great things, covenant sits above everything else. And so those are some tools that we've put into place. And um, yeah, and as I was alluding to, you know, we're we're in this building season from excavation to cultivation to now building. Um, what would you say has been even just a mindset shift for you in where we come from and where we're going and how we've established that place? Yeah, good question. We're building from this place, mm -hmm. not striving toward it. Mm -hmm. That has been a huge mindset shift for me. So building from this place, not striving toward it. So whereas we have these promises that we're praying into and we're building towards them, we're no longer striving because striving is where the enemy can come in and speak lies, where you're not doing it fast enough, you're not working hard enough. You know, did he really even speak that? Placing doubt and unbelief in. But if we're working and building from this place, not striving toward it has been a huge mental shift mm, for me. That's good. Yeah, I've heard it said that we're building present future, not past present. It's good. So we're seated in heavenly places, and from there we're ruling and reigning today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so in this building season, um, the materials matter. Now that the foundation is built, things have been cleared out. What are some things that we're using daily, weekly, monthly to continue building? Yeah. And making sure we're, we're in alignment with God's will in our lives. I think all the things that you mentioned before, mm -hmm. the things that we're doing, but also realizing the value of counsel, um, that God loves to speak to us intimately through his word, through dreams and visions. Um, and he loves to use community to validate those places that he's already affirmed um, in about he's spoken, you know, who we are. Um, that's will never return void. Um, but the intimacy of our, our friends and our community um, and our churches, um, we individually have the mind of Christ, but when we can bring community into hearing from God on our behalf, um, that can be a beautiful thing. It doesn't replace the desire for God to speak to us um, as individuals. We've got to do that first, but then seeking hmm. input can always be helpful. And then I think... Um, Reminding reminders of his faithfulness. We've talked about this before, but remembering what he's done in the past has been helpful. Mm -hmm. How about you? What are a couple of things? Yeah, I love the concept of a house or a stool, and a, a four a four legged stool creates a throne mm -hmm. for the Lord to sit on. And and so our core values become these pillars mm -hmm. where either the house is built or the stool is established. Um, that we can lean back on. And these yeah. are things that we've just developed over the years. We've seen who God's made us to be and what he's made us for over many, many years of journeying with the Lord. And so um, falling back on core values, um, living a fasted lifestyle yeah. has been huge. Yeah. Just really sensitive to the spirit of, you know, whether it's media intake, whether it's wasting time on different things, whether it's like piddling on stuff he's asked us to put down, 
Um, they can just be distractions. And in the sin, I think it's Hebrews 11 or 12, it says the sin that so easily entangles the sin of doubt and unbelief. Yeah, you mentioned that last time. I mentioned time. it last time. Can often be the things that trip us up. Yeah. Well, if God's not good, then why am I going to stop scrolling the feed or writing this person? And it's all done through, through intimacy. Yeah. Um, and the last piece for me is really just praying in the spirit, just being connected with the Holy Spirit, um, praying in my prayer language, praying to the Lord directly, um, and even praying out loud. Even when it's my time with the Lord, my quiet time, I can pray in my thoughts, but as I'm praying out loud, I'm making these verbal asks and verbal declarations that I believe are shifting atmospheres yeah. in our home and for our family and in my own heart as well. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, a really, really neat verse out of, um, I believe it's Chronicles. It talks about when Solomon was building the temple. I might have the reference wrong, but it says, as he built the temple, only blocks dressed at the quarry were used. Not a hammer, chisel, or any other iron tool was heard at the temple site while it was being built. So the temple was being built quietly. It was being built from this intimate place, a yeah. prayer closet for some of us, uh, a room or a tree or wherever God's leading you in the mornings. That's where we're building and refining these things. Amen. So as we're living life in the, quote, execution process of these things, it's done in this intimate place with the Lord. Um, and it seems a lot more peaceful than uh, than often it can be. Yeah, and that's so, good. Yeah. I'd say we are in a, a peaceful building season mm -hmm. but with that mm -hmm. there's still a lot of process absolutely the building itself is a process so whereas we came from a process season we're still in it so we're still in process and while not a process season the building season is one of much process so we've determined that we're going to embrace the process we're going to give it a nice big hug mm -hmm. and we're going to keep building out of obedience to what god speaks in a very peaceful way mm -hmm. that's what we are working towards anyway and building towards yeah and we never get out of the process never in our lives with never, god ever. i i've heard it said um that we're just a garden with the lord and each day we get to prune that garden yeah we beautiful. get to weed the garden we get to water the garden and with him with him mm -hmm. right and it's an opportunity to do it with the lord it's not the lord nitpicking or coming against us but it's actually an opportunity as as david says god search me and know me we get to search ourselves and know ourselves. Abraham, Moses, what's in your hands? It's this invitation of intimacy to co-labor with the Lord. Um, and so just encourage you to embrace the process you're in today. Yeah. It's one of, of refinement. It's one of discipline. It's one of elevated perspective. It's the one to trade our, our tangible mindsets today for the legacy future hope that is already established through jesus and um and our obedience becomes that currency of intimacy with the lord um, that we get to build from that place and so yeah, yeah. and we are so excited to continue to believe with you for the impossible because what seems impossible today is not impossible, you know, six months from now, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, it is possible. So we are going to continue to believe for the impossible in our lives 
because it is possible. <laughs> and we're going to continue to believe for the impossible with you, our listeners. So with that, thanks for tuning in to episode three. <laughs> and we wish you the best, best, best day ever. And we're praying for you. And we are believing with you for all the things that God has. Be blessed. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us on the 2 of 12 podcast. You can find more info about what we do at 2of12.com. Here's to your journey as you believe for and step into all that God has.